podcast. I am Melissa Matheson, and we are still quarantining and sheltering in place in the midst of the coronavirus. Yes, we are. We are. We're mm-hmm. home. <laughs> so the podcast is going to be a little bit different because I am home and no one is here because everyone is supposed to be at their houses. So it's just me and Dave. I thought it'd be a good day for story time with Dave. That sounded like a good idea to me too. So here we are. I actually, sorry, our cats are in the background having family time. <laughs> I actually tried to get Max to do a podcast with me. And uh, so if you know, I have a son. He is recently turned 18. And I have been wanting to get Max to do a podcast with me. And he said, no, Dave, he didn't want to do a podcast. Yeah, negotiation. You should have figured out whatever it took to get Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. Because, you know, that probably would have done a lot more to get Max here. Yeah, I don't know. I've been wanting him to talk about... $30 million, um, maybe. All kinds of things. So Max could... We could talk about just about anything with Max. And one day, one day, we will get Max to do a podcast with us. Pray, saints. Pray. Yes. And it'll be really good. Because he has lots of interesting things to say. And he's over there shaking his head now. Mm-hmm. He's actually a senior in high school, and we just got the order from our governor that they are no longer doing school for the rest of the school year. And that seniors... Well, not having to go. I think he's, isn't there something he needs to be no, doing? No, he's done as a senior. That's it. If he has had satisfactory uh, grades and accomplishment up to his third nine weeks of the school year, they've considered him graduated. Is that not right? That's right. He's got a look on his face like he's not 100% sure quite just yet. He has officially finished high school and will be going to college in the fall. So I really wanted to talk to him and see what he thought about that. I I didn't know that. Now i got to go shake his hand. Yep. We didn't even have a graduation party for him. Not yet. Mm -hmm. We could do a virtual graduation party. So one day soon we will get Max. But I had really wanted him to talk about a senior year and what that was like for him. I actually think he's kind of... Glad he doesn't have to go back. I'm not real sure. Missing prom. I don't think he minds. I'm not real sure. See, all these questions we have about Max and his senior year and what he thinks about it being um, accelerated, cut short, taken away, stolen. I'm not sure how he feels about There's it. There's still time for a letter writing campaign from our faithful listeners. Yes, we, we should take a poll. If we take a poll, everyone's going to go, yes, we want to hear from Max. But that doesn't change anything. Well, so, we need some actual numbers in writing from him, and then we'll see. So I figured story time with Dave, because Dave, uh, we've only been married five years, mm-hmm. and you were 48 yes, when we got married. So you had like 48 years of life, and um, and then because I've only known you for five, there's a lot of things I'm still learning about you. But sometimes you just say the most random things, and from your 48 years, that I was like, huh. So if you don't know Dave, Dave is one of the, um, I think it maybe goes with an Enneagram 5 kind of thing. They're like, you're like one of those mysteries. You're like one of the... One of the seven wonders of the world. Like, I don't even know. Like, how do we, there's just so much here. I don't even know how this started or how this happened or who he is or, or where he's been or what he's done. It's kind of just this big old mystery. So we've alluded to a few things in the past. We know you travel a lot. Mm-hmm. We know you speak other languages. We know you do video. So we've talked about some of those things in the past, but I thought we'd pull all the stories together 
Oh, and I found out that you weren't born in Canada or something like that recently, didn't I? I guess. I, Do you remember that episode <laughs> where we we played a game of questions or something like that? Yeah, and I guess you were surprised to learn that uh, even though my dad is Canadian or was. Um, that you were born in Northern California. That's what it was. You were born in Northern California. And I always thought correct. you were part of Southern California. I didn't know about the Northern California. Well, hey, before we get going, I want to ask um, some questions out of our book of questions. Fire away. So we're going to ask some random questions here. We did this uh, with Carly and Jen on a podcast recently, and then I posted all the questions on social media. I'm going to do the same with these. I was going to, are they the same questions? No, different questions. Okay, good. We're going to do a whole new set of questions. We're going to get your answer, and then I'm going to go put them online uh, later today or tomorrow okay. so that people who want to play and answer the questions, because these are great questions and I just want to hear what everybody says. All right. If you could inherit a comfortable home in any city in the world that you could use but not sell, where would you want it to be? Actually, oh, anywhere in the world? In any city in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Probably Paris. Paris. Yeah. That place that you went to and didn't take me that one time? I stayed in the airport the whole time. Yeah. Dave had a trip he had to go on and he had to fly through Paris. I had a, I had a 12-hour layover in Paris and I thought the wisest move in that 12 hours of daylight in Paris was to stay in the airport and not go to Paris without my wife. Have you ever been to Paris, though? Yeah. Before we were married? Yes, okay. We're going to talk about that. We'll save that story for later. All right. So Paris, it would be. Okay. Next question. If you could cancel forever. Oopsie. Not that one. <laughs> hey, let me go back. I think I asked you the wrong question. Okay. Off that page. I did. I asked you the wrong question on that page. I had it marked to ask you a different question. Hold on. All right. If you could suddenly possess an extraordinary talent in one of the arts, what would you like it to be? Oh, singing. Singing? Really? Yeah. You'd want to sing? Mm -hmm. What kind of music would you sing? I already know that I would want to sound... I would want to be able to sing like Chris Isaac. See, what does he sing? Like what kind of music? What genre? Uh, I would consider it not quite rockabilly, kind of an old style, uh, 50s, 1950s style okay. rock and roll. Chris Isaac. All right, here's another one. If you could have been the producer of any single television show or series, which one would you pick? If you could have been the producer of any single television show or series, which one would you pick? Mm. Part of me wants to say something that would be uh, either well-written or very funny or well-photographed. And I'm trying to think about which one of those. Um, generally, I would probably say M.A.S.H., <laughs> that's an oldie <laughs> yes i seem to remember like my parents watching that when i was a kid right well it it's well written was it popular when you were younger yes ma'am it was oh all right next question is if you had to go tonight to be tattooed where on your body would you have it done and what image would you select 
Uh, a friend of mine painted a tree that I, to me is like the tree of life. Okay. Um, and I'd want to get it on my, my torso. The tree of life on your torso. Yes, but it would not. How big? Like how many inches tall and wide? Probably, you know, 12 inches tall, eight inches wide. Oh. All right. If you could, in retrospect, have purchased a large quantity of stock the day it was first issued, which one would it have been? Probably Apple. Yeah. Yeah. We have stock in Apple right now, don't we? Yes, we do. It's down a little bit. That's okay. It'll go back up. Not worried. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Neither am I. It's, you, it's up from where we bought it. It's down. Course. It's down from the high. Yeah. No, it'll be good. If you had to fight a duel tomorrow at dawn, and you could determine the type of weapons you both would use, what would they be? <laughs> I mean, you get to pick what they're using. So, like, mm-hmm. give them a feather or a piece of paper. I was thinking squirt gun. A squirt gun? Yeah. There you go. What would you use? A squirt gun. I just said that. You'd use a squirt gun too? You have a duel at dawn. Oh, You're going to give both of y'all a squirt gun? Oh. Oh, maybe you both have to use the same weapon. I should think so, yeah. I was thinking you got to pick his weapon and you got to pick your weapon. Mm, no. What would they be? I don't know. It says what would they be. It's plural. Yeah. We each would have a squirt gun. You would each have a squirt gun. Mm -hmm. That'll be a boring duel. All right. Well, maybe I could get get that one dude's really, really country nunchucks that's going around. You could. Ninja style. The pot liquor guy? Yeah. Yeah, Great. (laughs) (laughs) That cracks you up for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. It does. It just does. Mm-hmm. All right. So now story time with Dave is officially beginning. So yes, ma'am. we want to hear about Dave. Where were you born? Santa Clara, California. That's Northern California. Yes. That's next to San Jose. I have no idea where that is. Bay Area. But you don't remember living there because you were little when you moved. Yeah. When I was several months old, I don't know how many, we moved to Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Um, about three years later, my sister was born. We spent a little more time there and then we moved back to Northern California. You still have family in Vancouver too, don't you? Uh, yes. I have a cousin with whom I've lost touch. Uh, and then I have an uncle. He lives north in Northern, well, north of Vancouver in British Columbia. Gotcha. And your sister is in Arizona now, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So grew up in California, born in Northern, went to Canada, moved to Southern. We went back to Northern California until I was in high school. And then high school, you go to Southern California, and then this is where you go to high school with Will Ferrell. Right. <laughs> exactly. He's in the yearbook. We've all seen it, folks. Will Ferrell in Dave's yearbook from high school. The thing is, it and God bless Will Ferrell, but the dude really doesn't do a whole lot for me. I didn't know him at the time. I'm all about Elf. I just am. It's so awkward. I just can't help but love it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't do awkward comedy like that. I'm really not. No, I'm not. A, but he is. But of course, in high school, 
you wouldn't have known. See, so guys, you just never know. These people that you've gone to school with or college with or your coworkers, one day could be somebody and you'll be mm-hmm. like, I went to school with them. Right. Or, oh, but you didn't know that or that that was going to happen or they were going to be that way when they grew up. Right. Hey, you know what else I found out about it you? It was a while ago. That you are one year not a boomer. Did you know that? Oh. I always thought you were a boomer, but you're not. You were born in 66. Right. And 1965 begins Generation X. See, there you go. Ha. You're not a boomer. You are Gen X. I'm, I'm Gen X. I'm sure that I can act like a boomer if necessary. You do sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, so one year, you're not a boomer. You're Gen X. All right. I honestly never did the research on that one. Did you not? No, ma'am. Because you're, so for everyone listening, Dave's a little bit older than me. It's kind of always been a little joke about him being a little older. Mm-hmm. But he's, we're both Generation X. So there you go. Does that make you feel better? Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Why was that funny? Because it's going to come up again and somebody's going to say something. Probably you were the kids. And I'm going to go, hey, I'm not a boomer. And you said so. Yeah, I know. You're not a boomer. So after high school, you ended up going to college. Where'd you go? Yeah. Um, I, I really, even though I had good grades, I really wasn't a big fan of school. I was really tired of school by the end of high school. Um, but you had good grades, like you were an A student? Oh, yeah. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And then I had a uh, had an opportunity to go to um, California State University at Fullerton, but I only managed to get through a semester of that. I was a business major. And I just really was so burnt out. So I quit school for a year and a half. And when I went back, I went to UC Irvine. Okay. Studying business? No, Uh, no, ma'am. It was film studies. At the time, I said it was because it was the flakiest major on campus. Pretty much, I'm sure. Uh, And it may very well have been. But knowing what I know now about how the way the Lord made me, I really wanted to do something that I was interested in. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and so and film so is something you've always been interested in. Yeah. And I, I didn't really understand why at the time, but I just like the craft of filmmaking. Like making the films, not just watching them. Not just watching. Um, excuse me. I might not be a great cinematographer, but I appreciate good cinematography. And I like good, pardon me, gosh, good writing. I like good writing. So where was Dave at 25? Um, at 25, I was living in Costa Rica. How'd you end up there? I know how, but tell everyone else well, how you ended up there. Um, I had studied German starting in junior high school. Oh, wait. That was one of the games, one of our random questions. How did we miss this one? All right. I messed up that whole question number one. I asked you two wrong questions. <laughs> Huh? I was supposed Fire. to ask you if you could be instantly fluent in one other language that you currently do not read or speak, what would it be? I'd say probably a, a two-way tie between a three-way tie, probably uh, um, French, Portuguese, and maybe... Greek? Latin? No, probably 
Arabic. Arabic. A three-way tie. Yeah. French would probably be the easiest of those to learn, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, I can already read a little bit of it when I'm trying to. Yeah, we oui, we. Oui. All right, so we're we're 25. You're in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. You ended up going back to college. Yeah, and when I was in college, uh, I decided to take Spanish. My college girlfriend was, <laughs> was Latina, and so I just really decided I was going to switch and learn to speak Spanish. And then I got some junk mail. All because of a girl. Well, well, I mean, <clears throat> it actually is, is part of my testimony. Uh, I ended up, I got some junk mail saying that I qualified to study abroad for a year, and one of the places was Costa Rica. Um, and uh, part of this girl's heritage was from Costa Rica. And so I decided I wanted to go spend a year there studying. That probably contributed to the demise of that relationship, which, you know, whatever. But when I finally got to Costa Rica, I studied for a year, spent some, came back after that year for six months, got a job offer to go back. And this is June of 91. Some of you were not even born yet. Right. And then I met the Lord within probably two months of going back there. So you did not grow up in church or knowing about Jesus. It wasn't until you were in college. That's right. Yes. Well, actually I was, I, I quit school to go back to Costa Rica. Oh, you didn't go back to school in Costa Rica. You just quit school, went to Costa Rica to work? Yes, ma'am. Gotcha. What kind of work were you doing? Um, I edited video for a real estate company that catered primarily to gringos. So is that uh, editing video, is that stuff you learned how to do when you were taking your film studies classes? Um, Where did you learn how to edit video? A little bit. I, I actually learned it there because I had worked for that same company when I was studying. Oh, okay. Um, but... The, uh, my, my film studies program was primarily academic, how to appreciate and, and study film. Gotcha. So you are in Costa Rica. Where were you staying? Um, Like, did they give you a place to stay too? You just like went to Costa Rica? When I went, uh, you mean when I went to work? Yeah. When you went to work. So you're not in school. Yeah. Uh, my, the owner of the company, I think he lined up an apartment but the rest of it was my responsibility and you, ha- you stayed in an apartment in costa rica mm-hmm. yeah by yourself and you were how old 25 25 by then uh yeah and you lived in costa rica for how long a grand total including my year of study for 12 years so you lived in costa rica for 12 years right had four kids most people may not know that about you that you have uh, a total of seven children Yes, I do. So you have four. They are Stacy, John, John, Ashley, Ashley, and Michelle. And Michelle. How old is Stacy's? Twenty six now. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant with my first grandchild. Dave's gonna be a grandpa. You already have your grandpa name picked out. It is Poppy. Poppy. I do not have a grandma name. I suppose maybe I just need to have everyone help me pick. A grandma name. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. Homework as... people. Grandma name for uh, Melissa. No. Because I'm not a boomer. I'm not supposed to have a grandma name yet. I don't know. I just don't feel old enough to have a grandma name. I, I really don't think it has anything to do with how old you feel. <laughs> I know. I know. 
All right. So if you're listening, I may do a post to get help on a grandma name. Uh, but Stacy has a baby due in June, July, June or July. Mm-hmm. I think latter half of July, 19th, 20th. And it's a girl. Yes. Amelia. Amelia. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a baby girl in our family. And then John is 24. Mm-hmm. What is he studying? He just finished college. What did he graduate? He with works business? in um, information technology now. Okay. And then uh, Ashley is 21. Is that right? Uh, no, 22. 22. She'll be 20, Sorry, she'll, Ashley. She'll be 22 this year. Oh, well, this year. Yeah. Okay, so she's still in, 21. In, in June, yeah. Yeah, so she... See, Ashley had it right. 21. Yeah, and I'm sorry. That's okay. Right. And then Michelle just turned 18. Mm-hmm. And they live up in the Nashville area. Right. Up in that way. So, so yeah, and then we have Molly, Max, and Maya here mm-hmm. in Northwest Alabama with us. All right, so Costa Rica, you come back to the States. Are you in, in video... In Costa Rica the whole time? What'd you do while you were in Costa Rica? What's uh, some of the oddest there. jobs that you've had? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Some of the oddest jobs you've ever had. Oddest? Okay, got Or it. not oddest. Just go ahead and tell us some of the jobs you've had in your lifetime that people would be surprised to know. Uh, well, I worked fast food. I worked in shipping. Oh, cool. yes. We've heard about Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, for a, I mean, I, I worked with some good people there and learned some valuable things. So remember, like, Carl's Jr. is Hardee's. Like, that's the same. They're not identical. They're not identical, but they're similar. Right. But Carl's is on the West Coast more, right? Yeah, Carl's bought Hardee's. Okay, so here on the East Coast... Or at least southeast, we see more Hardee's. Right. On the west coast, they were Carl's. Right. Carl Jr.'s. Mm-hmm. And you worked there. Where else right. have you worked? Okay, gosh. I worked in um, shipping and receiving. For uh, what kind of company? Um, a couple of, a couple of different ones. Southern California, a lot of electronics. Okay. Um, I got a job. During the time that I was out of school, I got a job with a German company's American affiliate and they did some things with printers and, and worked in the material control department, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun, you know, managing a few different things about where materials that need to be ordered and used in, in building parts and whatnot. Okay. What else? Oh, golly. Uh, I, so yeah, I worked in real estate in Costa Rica for a while. Doing mostly video. Um, no, not all video. Actually, um, because the law differs significantly there, it's actually very easy to buy property. And so you you know, a lawyer draws up a two or three page document and you can buy yourself a house or a lot very, very easily. So you were buying or selling? What were you no, doing? I was working I was a, a, a realtor working with buyers and, okay. and sellers. In Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. How long did you do that? Gosh, three or four years. What else have you done? Mm, a little bit of everything. Worked at a hotel, worked at a rental company. Yeah, you were working at a rental company when I met you. Right. All while traveling. You also did have done this video work and have traveled. When did you like mm-hmm. get into video school, video training, like the real deal into media? 
when I was in Pensacola, I just, I knew some people, a friend of mine had worked in uh, the television department at Brownsville Assembly of God during the revival, and his wife was doing a television show. They recorded it in their house, and he asked me to help. So I helped a little bit, and then they decided, they offered to send me to uh, video school to learn, you know, modern digital media. And this was like 15 Two, years ago? 2008. 2008. And, and so I just, it just kind of reignited something in me. And as I started that, the Lord really made it clear to me that that's what I should be doing. Going into video. So mm -hmm. this is when you really got into video and started, yes, mm -hmm. started doing more in video. How did you get to travel internationally doing video? When did all that start? Uh, my first opportunity to go was in 2011. I went to Peru um, and shot a television show. Um, a friend of mine through that same video school had been doing that and just offered some contacts to me when opportunities came up to go and do some work for missionaries, tell their stories. And then you've been traveling internationally since mm -hmm. doing video work. Of course, nobody's traveling or doing anything right now right. <laughs> with uh, all the travel bans happening. We will be, though. We will be. Yeah, we will be. We will be and because we have a heart for nations and to do things with nations. And that's something we want to do, um, hopefully soon, to get off the ground would be video training for people interested in traveling internationally, too, that we could train here mm -hmm. uh, where we live in Alabama and then take people on international trips doing video work because that's how you got started. Yeah, that's how I got started. I actually stayed in that video school and taught video for five years. After that, before mm -hmm. you moved here. Yes, ma'am. To Hamilton. Well, we sure do appreciate all your video skills now for the podcast. If you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel. Dave puts all those videos together for us. He handles all the audio and the production and the post-production and the editing and all of those other things that go into all this podcast world. So this is like where he, he lives and loves. Mm-hmm. What would you want to do? What would be like next level media for you? Like make a movie? Um, I, I actually have had um, several story ideas come to me. Um, I'd really like to write movies. Write movies, but not make them. You just want to write them? Um, I think that there are people who are probably better at making them than I am. And so... You know, if I could really just do anything, what I would probably do would be to write and maybe produce, but let somebody else direct. Gotcha. Right. Hey, when did you go backpacking to, with uh, your friend Max? Oh, that was in 1987. Okay, so tell me about 1987. Uh, pardon me, 86. Oh, 86. Uh, 87. Sorry, I, I was just born. 87, I went with my sister. 86, I went with my friend Max. And I, I worked two jobs for like nine months and saved up a bunch of money. And we went backpacking. Um, we had a rail pass. We stayed in youth hostels. Where all did you go? Oh, golly. So you left California mm -hmm. and go where first? London. Okay. We flew in and out of London because we decided to make a big circle. Um, Max is Irish. So the first place we went was Ireland. Not Max, our son, because he was not even no. conceived or thought of or anything yet. 
my oldest friend Max. Your which, oldest friend Max <laughs> from California. Which at my age is saying something now. Yes. And then. Uh, so you went to Ireland too? Yeah, Ireland. Took a, a ferry to France. Went down to uh, Spain. France again. Then I spent some time in Germany, Italy, Germany again. Um, I don't know if we went to Austria that year. That was the trip you went to Paris. Oh, yeah. And bought that loaf of bread and hunk of cheese or something and went and sat on the hill. (laughs) Is that the story you told me about? Yeah, I I, I enjoyed poetry (laughs) in those days. Uh, I wrote tons of lousy poetry. Um, and I thought it was a very French thing to do. I bought a hunk of cheese, uh, a baguette, and this in my days before being saved, a bottle of wine. Probably a cheap bottle of wine, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it was, too. And you, and, and I just you go? sat in some garden or park or wherever it was and, and wrote poetry. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any of it? Oh, golly, no. Okay. Why not? You're such a saver. Like you, you're very sentimental. I'm surprised you didn't save it. I had to leave a lot of stuff at my folks' house and, um, I spent many years not living anywhere near there. Oh, okay. So, um, when dad passed away five years ago, I really didn't have any choice but to throw a lot of things away that I, that I couldn't bring here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And there probably was some stuff. Now, uh... Dad worked hard to lose some of my stuff, too. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. When they moved from Orange County to San Diego, several of several things of mine, including uh, some valuable photo albums and things, were lost. Do you have photo albums and stuff from when you were uh, growing up or a kid? When, from when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we might have to post some kid pics of uh, little Dave. Were you called Dave or David growing up? My family called me David. All my friends called me Dave. David Andrew, were you ever called Andrew any time in your life? No, not ever. Not ever. Thank you very much. I could call you Andy or something. No. <laughs> Just Dave. Yes, please. Um, why were you called Super Dave for a while? Um, at the video school, there was another guy named Dave. Oh, okay. He was. Uh, he's younger than me, but he was senior at the school. Um, he actually went to school at Full Sail in Orlando. My sister went there. Mm-hmm. And um, we had some kind of a seminar where we had some people in for training. And so as to avoid confusion, somebody started calling me Super Dave. And he was regular Dave. Oh, okay. I thought maybe that was part of your DJ name or something like that. No, no, ma'am. Because you used to DJ, too. Yes, I did. I was a mobile disc jockey in college, uh, in, a little bit in college and when I was when I was out for a while. Did you have a DJ name? No, I worked for a company and I didn't do any of that beat mixing, scratching, scratching none of that stuff. Scratching records, you didn't do that? No. You just picked music? Yes, I played music. Because I had worked in radio, I didn't really, th- that kind of... When did you work in radio? See, you're skipping over all of this stuff. Um, probably my favorite college activity was at the uh, radio, radio station, station, the student-run radio station, which is still there. At 
KUC uh, Irvine. UC Irvine, KUCI celebrated their 50th anniversary in November. Oh, and you were there. I was not. Well, I was at the. I, no, you weren't there at the 50th, but you were there when it started. No, ma'am. <laughs> it, started, oh. it started in 1969. I was there. And then, uh, so I, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed DJing and I also uh, read news. I was the news director for a year. What kind of music did they play at the radio station? Um, all the alternative stuff, yeah. things you couldn't get anywhere else. Like, they, they played they played Nirvana before Nirvana was big. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff. Did you discover them? No. Oh, you were just playing it because that's what everybody liked. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe you were like, "Hey guys, take a listen to this. That's new." And then all of a sudden, Nirvana there gets were, famous because Dave played well, played their music at the radio uh, station. Actually, for such a small radio station, they're very influential. Their playlist was some of the things that got folded into um, new music reporting in Rolling Stone magazine. Ah, interesting. So where did reggae come in for you? Was that DJing or was that the radio station? It was at the radio station. I had, I had friends who liked reggae. So you would play Nirvana and then reggae? No, I had a, a reggae show separately. Oh, you had a reggae show. I did. What was it called? Uh, gosh, what was it? It, it, it? The Maubi Show. The what? Maubi. What does that mean? Maubi was a character in a Denzel Washington movie that I went to see that I really enjoy. It's actually a very good movie called uh, The Mighty Quinn. And uh, one of the characters' name is Maubi. So you called it the Malby Show. Yes. And it was a reggae show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did it with a Jamaican accent. Okay. <laughs> so give us a sample. I and I, KUCI, bringing you reggae on the Malby Show. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for listening, Juan. <laughs> and people thought you... <laughs> And did people think you were Jamaican or did they know it was you doing a Jamaican accent? Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people saw through it. But what was really funny was um, my friend Kevin, who was the general manager at that time, uh, he invited me over to his place and some other friends there. And Kevin turned around while we were playing a board game and said, uh, oh, hey, Mauby, blah, 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 it's your turn or whatever. And a friend of his, this girl turned to me and she says, you're a Mauby? And I'm like, I've got a fan. Yes. I've got one fan. No, I think she was just shocked that you were not Jamaican. I mean, I guess. I, I, I don't re- recall having even met this woman Because before. your Jamaican sounded so legit just then. I, it, like, it would be hard on radio to know if that was real or not, you know. Could very well yeah, be. Yeah, maybe that's it. You never it. know. Or maybe she... <laughs> Uh, was the radio station where you met Jerry Seinfeld? No. Um, where was that? The uh, in my college days, I was also a DJ at. There was a across from the university was and still exists a shopping center that in those days had an improv coffee or a comedy club rather. And did you do comedy? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, That's where Jerry was. Right. But there was in that same shopping center was a clothing store that wanted to be really Hollywood. And so they had a very elaborate sound and video set up that included a live DJ. And that was the job that I had. 
Um, so we're there. I'm on, it's a Friday night. There's nobody in the store except these two. Wait, it's a store or a comedy club? There's a, a comedy club in the shopping center and this clothing store that You're I work at. You're a DJ at. in the clothing store? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They, they, they were trying to be all Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were a DJ in the comedy club. No, ma'am. You're a DJ. Okay. <laughs> That's probably the oddest job I ever had right there. I was about to say, you didn't say that when I asked you what kind of jobs you've had. Well, right, I don't, so you're, I, you're a DJ in a clothing store. Yeah. <laughs> next door to a comedy club. Right. And I see walking around a couple of guys, one of whom is Jerry Seinfeld. In the clothing store. In the clothing store. They got time to kill before a set or whatever they're doing. So I walked up. I knew who Seinfeld was at this time. This was a year or two before the show, his show started. Um, he wasn't the the you know, international name that he is now. So I walked up and I said hello. Did you say it in Jamaican? I did not. <laughs> and so I said I had said something to him, and they told me what they were looking for. And I said, uh, "Well, I'm not a salesman. I'm the DJ." Seinfeld right there without missing a beat says, well, then I'd like something in a 45. (laughs) Now, now, you know, somebody who told who Jerry Seinfeld told them a joke just for them in the clothing store Mm -hmm. while you're DJing. He wanted something in a 45. Now, if you're too young to know what a 45 is, see me after class. Yeah. Those are those little tiny little miniature records. Singles. Oh, I'm sorry. Singles. Mm-hmm. They're like little small ones. Yeah, because they had it was one a, song, a seven inch, forty five RPM. I don't you know had, what any of that means, but how fast it spun. I know. Did you know Jen Zetrauer? Remember uh, when she was here? She talked about her dad still sends her vinyls in the mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she posted a picture this week. Her dad had sent her more vinyls. Like that's a cool thing. But so Jen knows more about that kind of stuff than I yeah. do. I don't know vinyls. Right. I know to call it a vinyl. Mm-hmm. Instead of a record, can I call it? Are they records? Are they vinyls? What do we call them these days? They didn't call them vinyls back in the day because that was all there was. They just called them records. Records. Mm-hmm. But now we call them vinyls. Yes. Do people put new music on vinyls? Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. For collectors, or because people actually listen like that. Yeah, I mean, there's something nostalgic about putting a needle in a groove. Yeah. Hey, I found uh, it showed up in my time hop from a couple of years ago where I took a picture of like you have a truck that has a cassette tape player in it. Yes, I do. And, and you have like one of those boxes that you open and it has all the slots for cassettes and stuff like yep. you actually have a whole bunch of cassettes. I've got tapes that are well over 30 years old and tape players like you have a tape player and you have cassettes. Yep. Maya found a Walkman and she was borrowing cassettes out of your Cassette case. But there's only like two that she would listen to because she didn't like any of my other music. What kind of music is it? What did oh, you listen to? Over, mixes. A lot of mixes from the radio station. Oh. A lot of reggae. A lot of, a lot of reggae. Some jazz. Some Beatles. Mm-hmm. Jazz. Is there any uh, genre of music you do not like? Well, I suppose there's, it's a matter. Because I've caught you listening to some country sometimes too. There, there, there are, there is some country that I like because it's good tunes. Uh, 
older things usually. Yeah. Johnny Cash, Patsy Cline. Old stuff. Yeah. Um, some of the newer things, I think they're just um, generally pop with a country flavor. And that's okay if people like that. It's just not for me. Did you ever wear um, bell-bottom pants? Like, yeah. were you ever trendy like that? Like, when things... Did you get into that? Uh, when when somebody gave me some, they were hand-me-downs, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, you didn't ever go shopping and buy them? Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Because I think some of the pictures I've seen of you, you're really just wearing, like, pants and T-shirts. Like, I don't yeah. know that I've seen you... But I wasn't really a... a, a you, you know, weren't clothes, fashion-y kind of a kid in 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 high school. I'll tell you what you've you've uh, since I've known you, I think your California style has garnered you a few glances every now and then. Wearing shorts uh, three hundred days out of the year in public. I don't know your little hats and stuff that you've worn before and things like that. <laughs> you wore one of your little straw it, hats with a brim. Yeah, you wore something like that into SNH one time. <laughs> Oh, golly. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at you like, who is this that just walked in from another world? Yeah. Into was, our hardware store in Northwest Alabama. I was as far away from camo as I could possibly get that day. I think we were going so We were going on a date or something. You were all dressed up. Maybe. Or after, I think I you stopped to, think to get a I your dad was or, there. So we were oh, with okay. me. So it, was, it might have been after church. or. And you were wearing a straw hat. Mm-hmm. We try not to make that happen too often. <laughs> well, both of those hats were lost, and so... Yes, in the storm. that We had the storm that we lost everything in our house. So, so we among, basically among had to the start many over. things you're thanking the Lord for, uh, the loss of those hats is one of them. I mean, I don't mind a hat. It just has to be the right hat. I mm-hmm. don't know. We have different style. We have different tastes in, in hats. Well, we need to wrap this on up. Okay. How do we wrap up? By saying, you know... There's, I'm probably going to say some things and you're going to go, dang, why didn't we talk about that? So there may be a part two to this story time with Dave at some time in the future. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to do that. So because we don't know how long we're going to be quarantined in here and sheltered in place. And we, because if we can't have people over, it might just be you and me doing a podcast or two from time to time. And that would be fine. You think that'd be okay? I'm happy to. You're happy to? We'll have to come up with some topics. Maybe, maybe we can get Max in here to do something with this soon. Mm-hmm. We got to make him a Tom Brady size offer. 